0: cocktails. Classic, but not as time-honored as you'd think. Adults on this earth have been enjoying wine as early as 2700 BC, but the origination of cocktails only dates back to the 19th century, with roots that are actually believed to be in our very own US of A. Frank, Frank. Frank, Frank. Sit down. Frank, Frank.
1: Stand up. Frank, Frank. Pass out. Frank, Frank. Wake
0: Frank, Frank. Fade it. Frank,
1: Frank. Fade it.
0: Daiquiris, old fashions, gimlets, mojitos, margaritas, and fuzzy navels. We really have mastered the art of mixing spirits in a short amount of time, but some have really perfected the game. I had the honor of meeting one such evolved cocktail crafter, Callie Gold. Ms. Gold is the bar manager at Beretta on Valencia and 23rd in San Francisco's very own Mission District.
1: I've been here about a year and a half, and I've been the bar manager for just sort of four months Nice. Gosh, it seems like so much longer. <laughs> I feel like
0: with a company or with a sorry, with a restaurant that has such, you know, a, an interesting reputation for cocktails. Was it intimidating coming into an environment like this where actually the, was the a bar is re- set
1: really high? It's actually really a natural transition. I felt super comfortable behind this bar um, almost immediately. Not just because it's such a warm and friendly staff and such a fun environment to work in, but because the setup back here is really. Um, uh, User-friendly, if mm-hmm. you will, and it's got like all of the sort of little perks that I really enjoy as a as a bartender, and uh, and then some. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I've noticed now there are being uh, obviously in San Francisco. There's always the huge farm-to-table trend, so people are constantly looking for, you know, seasonal ingredients and they're changing the menu seasonally. Is it the same with
1: drinks? Definitely can be. Uh, we also I mean since since San Francisco as a city like doesn't necessarily have the same seasons as the rest of the world. That's <laughs>
0: true. Uh, we're
1: basically just trying to always look, I mean we're looking for seasonal and fresh ingredients but, but like we're so lucky in San Francisco that they're kind of a you know we can get them at any time in yeah. California. And we're always just sort of trying to keep things interesting um, and accessible since we have such a diverse clientele.
0: Very cool. So how often do you change up the bar menu?
1: The bar menu changes, I would say like three or four times a year. So I guess somewhat seasonally. There's some staple drinks that tend to stay on there. Things that have been on there since 2008.
0: (laughs) What's What's the most popular staple drink?
1: Uh, the Kentucky Mule is what we sell most of, and for good reason. It's really delicious. It's a bourbon-based cocktail. Uh, it has our house-made ginger beer in it, which I really am not a big fan of like the canned or bottled uh, ginger beers, but when it's freshly made, it just makes all the difference in a drink. Lime, mint, it's like uh, carbonated, really refreshing.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of the, the homemade ingredients. And so, I, what does it take to brew a ginger beer?
1: Well, it's uh, it's not ginger beer in the sense that it's uh, like fermented like uh, a like a beer. It's just to distinguish it from ginger ale. Actually, the like original ginger ales were much closer to modern day ginger beers. They were a lot spicier and more like actual ginger flavor. Uh, basically, it's just uh, ginger blended with sugar and water, <laughs> and then that's like the ginger syrup as the base, and we carbonate each drink to order.
0: Got it. So it's simple and fresh.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, and if we can make something, we we do. You know, we cool. try to. If, fresher is just always better
0: well tell me then uh, that's the most popular
1: staple drink what's been one of the most popular drinks that you've added to the menu Uh, I just added a drink uh, recently it's a mezcal based cocktail which uh, mezcal tequila agave based spirits in general have always been something really popular here Beretta really popular here in San Francisco it's definitely an agave town Uh, so this one's a mezcal (laughs) lime and, and sugar as its sort of base. So it's very simple, sour, and then it incorporates some uh, bitter and sort of savory elements to it. So it's got some chinar in it and some cardamaro, which is kind of like an amaro meets a fortified wine, as well as a black, it, it's got muddled blackberry, um, which is sort of the seasonal aspect of it. Late, late summer, blackberries are super like Northern California in my mind. And then just a touch of black sea salt.
0: Very cool. Yeah, what's, so the,
1: what's it called? Oh, it's called Shades of Black.
0: Ah, Do you get to come up with the names, too?
1: Oh, yeah. In fact, that's actually my least favorite part of coming up with drinks. I'm really bad at naming drinks. You should (laughs) call
0: me then, because if I could quit my day job and do anything, it would be um, naming the colors that OPI Nail Polish.
1: Oh, my God. I always pick my nail polish based on the name of the... I just love a good color pun, right? (laughs) It's just really funny. Yeah.
0: No, so I I love naming things. If you need any help... Yeah,
1: I hear it doesn't pay well, though. (laughs) So, maybe... (laughs) keep your day job.
0: It will be a labor of passion.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. So what where do you draw your inspiration when you're coming up with new drinks? When I'm coming up with new drinks I definitely think of sort of classic cocktails as like a base and try to extrapolate off of those and um, you know a lot of times honestly I'll be like out to dinner and I'll try a unique flavor combination that a chef's prepared and that really like sets me off sometimes. I'm like how can I Make this with booze. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So yeah, you know, are... I do a lot of I do a lot of, you know, eating and drinking around the cities and you know, when I travel and trying and, like new drinks at other bars, sort of so
0: Yeah. I know that like wine pairing, whisking pairing, beer pairing with food is a huge thing. What about cocktail pairing?
1: Cocktail pairing is definitely definitely a thing. I find it a little bit more challenging, but the You know, the standards are, the principles behind it are all still kind of the same as with, like, wine pairing. You know, you're looking for either things that counteract each other or blend well together. You know, if you have, say, like, a really fatty dish, you want maybe, like, a little bit of acid to cut through that. So you want something with, like, a lot of fresh citrus in it. And vice versa, if you have something that's, like, a bit more on the bitter side, say it's got, like, some bitter greens in it or something like that. Maybe you want a drink that's, like, a little rounder, a little richer, Um, And even, like, spirits on there, like, you know, like, say gin is a little bit more acidic than something like cognac. Cognac's, like, a fattier spirit. I was going to ask,
0: like, what particular, like, could you, like, dumb it down or, like, simplify it as as much as, like certain spirits go with certain proteins?
1: Well, another way to look at it, too, I think that, like, the like lower ABV cocktails in general are a huge trend right now. I know I'm a big fan of things that are based off of vermouth or based off of sherry. And that's um, what you mean
0: by low ABV, right? Yeah,
1: because, you know, high-octane drinks, they're going to, like, kind of cancel out anything else that's going on in your palate when it comes to drinking with, with, uh, with food. So things that are sherry-based or vermouth-based, especially because those two things are wine, are going to be natural pairings with food. So. I'm
0: a sucker for sherry I sometimes when I drink I feel like an 80 year old woman I would, like order a glass of sherry with a twist of lemon Sh-
1: sherry's getting like a, a sort of a new reputation around town where it's not just for little old ladies anymore and, like all the cool kids are drinking sherry these days so you
0: hear that you hear that everyone I'm a cool kid so I have a question I know that like cocktails and dining out has become such a big thing out here in San Francisco, any metropolis, a lot of people, you know, get a drink depending on their mood. And so I'm just wondering for you, like, what cocktails do you identify with, like, like joyful moods or sad moods, like, within even just your experience serving people or, you know, out here in San Francisco? Sure, well,
1: um, both like a personal level and when people ask me, like, you know, from across the bar. Celebratory, I always think of bubbles, so either, you know, going with something with champagne base or, you know, making a drink that's sort of light and effervescent. When I'm like looking to have a good time, I'm definitely gonna go with daiquiri some like some citrus something really refreshing gimlets are a big one for me like i'm i'm really based in the classics like i love simple well-made drinks i am a sucker for a 50 50 martini as well if Mm. i'm gonna if i'm gonna go cocktail all out but honestly i drink a lot of wine when i go out i know people think i'm like a huge cocktail nerd but i don't really drink that much like i'm sick of cocktails by the end of the week you know
0: (laughs) that makes sense so what is your your favorite go-to then
1: for cocktails mm-hmm. well I'm actually going to make two of them for you Fantastic. right now I'll, so like you know I always kind of divide drinks into two categories which is like stirred or shaken and when I say stirred I mean like all spirits Manhattan's martinis what have you and then shaken something with citrus a little bit more on the lively side so cool. two of my staple go-to so coming up nice down the bike.
0: and I'm sure you guys get as much of the dating craze in here as any other restaurant in the city oh yeah um, have any drinks that are known aphrodisiacs or tend to work well on dates?
1: I've literally never been asked that question before. I mean, (laughs) the stronger the better, right?
0: (laughs) So what are we making today?
1: So you asked me earlier about my staples or uh, my go-to drinks, and um, one of which is a really great classic cocktail known as the Sazerac which one perfectly made is a beautiful little uh, little drink. And the other one that I really like making for myself, of course, but also for guests is the daiquiri because I feel like people think, they hear daiquiri, they think it's gonna be a blended strawberry ordeal and they've never had like a proper classic daiquiri. And so it's uh, also clean and simple and delicious. And uh, I'm gonna make both of them for you, so.
0: fan Let's start
1: with the um, Sazerac. because so I'm gonna put it on ice while I shake. it's gonna have, um, basically a Sazerac is, you know, the classic definition of an old-fashioned, which is the original cocktail, but with a little bit of pizzazz. So it's sugar, water, bitters, and spirit. So I just added the sugar in the form of a gum syrup. I'm gonna add the rye whiskey. Uh, So two ounces there. And then the bitters in this are uh, Peychaud bitters. Uh, They originated in New Orleans. Uh, around the time of the origin of the Sazerac 1835 and I like a lot of Pesha in mine to me this drink is about the Pesha's.
0: this is is heavy shaking of the Pesha right now
1: it's I honestly it's for color too like if it's not red it's not a Sazerac to me okay so we'll get that on some ice because it needs a little bit more dilution and then I'm gonna start building my daiquiri I like to when I'm at the bar make multiple drinks at a time it's Good way to uh, make your guests happy, getting them drinks faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I just added some uh, Martinique style cane syrup. Now, I'm going to do fresh lime, white rum, using a Guianan rum because I don't have access to Cuban rum, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Soon. Yet. Soon. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to get iced down as well. Stirring, Start to the up, Sazerac. stirring up the Sazerac, you can hear that. The differences between stirring and shaking, for me, is all about texture in a drink. I don't think people often think about texture when it comes to drinks, but when you're stirring a drink, it keeps sort of that soft, velvety, almost viscous texture, whereas when you shake a drink, you're going to get like a lighter, almost effervescent, like it plays like, like bubbles on your tongue. More
0: air in the, in the More drink. More aeration, exactly. Interesting. Which do you prefer?
1: It depends on the drink. That was me rinsing my tool. (laughs) Going for my chilled glassware now. We're going to put our daiquiri up in a coupe-style glass. The chilled rocks glass for the Sazerac is going to get a rinse of absinthe. Just at the base. The great thing about a Sazerac is that it's got so many layers, literally and figuratively, I suppose. <laughs> but it's a drink that evolves as you drink it. And since I stirred it, I want to like pour it really nice, low and slow. Is how I Keep that texture on point. Almost like a, you're pouring syrup in there. No bubbles. And that guy is going to get a nice bit of lemon oil expressed over the top. According to New Orleans drinks and how to mix them, dropping the twist in would be a sacrilege. Why is that? Because it's this is how the sazerac is supposed to be, unadulterated,
0: adulterated and beautiful and quite well, red.
1: Wait, there's a huge controversy in the bartending community about twist in or twist out when it comes to sazerac. I'm of the twist out family, and uh, it's come to be known as the page 19 sacrilege. That's the page on the. Page. <laughs> a Sazerac some oh, excuse me we have a daiquiri now uh, some people like to garnish it I think the daiquiris get drunk so quickly that a, 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 a garnish would be a uh, totally pointless and get in the way of you drinking it quickly so cheers ladies bottoms up
0: and right. grew around some people living their life in bottles granddaddy had the golden flash backstroke every day in Chicago some people like the way it feels some people want to kill their sorrows some people